This is a Rooster Teeth production. Welcome back to Unlocked, the Genlock Companion Podcast. This week we're going to be talking about the union and some religious stuff, and also what happened with Chase's mom. What's she doing? Welcome, welcome, welcome. I'm Blaine Gibson, joined by my two favorite people in the whole wide world. Yeah. Guys, introduce yourselves because I forgot your names. Uh, <laughs> my heart. My name is Lisa Rodriguez, but the internet calls me Cypher Den. I am Curtis Richardson, uh, aka Kurt Ritchie, uh, and welcome to Unlocked, the Genlock podcast. Yes. Welcome. And I am sad <laughs> whoa oh geez sam um uh as as predicted uh this wouldn't be a fun episode and it wasn't oh man uh yeah <laughs> nah, it's a pretty cool episode very informative we know what's going on with the union which i think is great and mm. they're a crazy religion which i did not think Jinlock would be touching touching on but uh not at all here no. we are we're talking about yeah. the flow yeah i uh i i definitely thought in that's something I was waiting for. I feel like everyone was waiting for for since season one. I'm like, who are these guys who keep killing us? And you're like, oh, oh, they're literally like people who are into religion that is a mix of every religion. Is if if I'm getting that right? Yeah. 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 All the religion. It's like it's like a, a mix of science and God and. I'm I'm still understanding what it is. Uh, <laughs> Who could have guessed is... <laughs> mixing all the religions would be a terrible thing? Yeah, I mean, all the contradictions aside, I think the one thing they do agree on is that the true afterlife for them is getting turned into mist that is actually what is all of the nanotech. Yeah, I don't know. It's like there's like two different clouds, right? There's like the yeah. white poofy cloud that's playful and like kids are playing with it on the street. And then there's the yeah. one that disintegrates you and yeah, turns your the, face to skeleton. Yeah, the more smog cloud, I would much rather play with one of those than the other. <laughs> uh, yeah, but I'm like, they have to be somewhat aligned because one, one thing I was thinking is like, why in season one, I'm like, why don't they just do it themselves? Why make the giant robots when we can make the killer smoke people? Mm. But th but then you realize it literally is people. That so maybe that was the reason why. But yeah, we we get into more of that in this episode. Yeah, it's crazy. No, it was a uh, it was a cool episode. There's a lot of time jumping. We're hopping back between 2068 and 2070. Uh, we're seeing what actually went down to start mm. the battle in New York, which was yeah. uh, turns out the polity. They shot first. Yeah, that was surprising. I, mm. uh, cause in episode one they were leaning into these themes of like, yo, we're not that cool. Like, are like they? We thought they were cool, but they're not as cool as we thought they were. And then here they were like, all right, they really aren't that great. And the union, odd, like oddly enough, despite uh their methods, wasn't even really that bad. At least as bad as it was perceived. Mm. Uh. Man, that's a it's such a big jump from what initially everyone thought. That's why this episode was so great. It's well, flipped conventions a good and I appreciate part, that. Though, Cuz like in the first season we're all like, yeah, we're the good guys, right? <laughs> and then they they slap us with this episode and went, yeah, I don't know about that. Are you really good? Yeah, are you really? Yeah. Good? Just but, pretty big bombs they dropped on him. 
Um, pun, pun not intended. <laughs> but, <laughs> it's crazy though because uh, you know we also see like yeah you know we the 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 polity struck first and did all that stuff and that's not great. But then also like they do have this really weird religion where it seems like people are just kind of dying in droves yeah. and turning into clouds. So that's yeah. not great. Yeah. So like it's really gray. We don't uh, both of these sides are very not so nice. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I was hoping for. As bad as that sounds, I'm like, I was, it's the it adds so much. I feel like to the world, because it was like, what are we fighting for? And then, oh, we're fighting against these people who literally turn people into gas. Yeah, gas you can that turns yeah. into balls kids can play with. You know what I mean? I I uh, thought it was bad when I was getting emails and text messages about my iCloud storage being full, but now they're actually wanting me to become the cloud. You're on the iCloud storage. <laughs> I am now in the, the cloud. cloud. <laughs> yeah, it's a yeah, <laughs> yeah. Imagine paying nine ninety nine a month to die. <laughs> You're subscribed forever. Yeah, but but it's not nearly like despite of what they think, uh, their their actions, if you take away the whole what they did the chase thing, aren't even that crazy. I, I aside from again the, the murdering people in the chase thing, I know I'm saying is crazy too. But yeah. they were just doing their own thing, and the party attacked them simply because they felt a threat of what the nanotech. Yeah. yeah, they were worried about that. Um, I mean, we we did definitely talking about like things on a large scale, the polity versus union. But then we also get to see like what's going on with Yaz before she joined the Jimlock team, and mm. then also like what's up with Chase's mom, which she is fully bought into this religion, this, this whole yeah. flow thing. Yo, like from the jump apparently as we all saw from the from the preview from last time she yeah. she had the card on hand she whipped that thing out quick bah, with the she quickness knew what was gonna happen yeah i knew i yeah. knew we were in trouble when she had it in her front pocket i'm like oh my god <laughs> like that's that's like where you keep your your important cards she like really cares if she was like scrambling for it in her purse then i'd yeah, be like then oh, I maybe there's hope been like all right maybe she's not a hundred percent involved she wins to she goes to service like every other week yeah, but yeah. Nah, nah. She she had that upfront uh, pocket prepared, and uh, and but it shows in this it shows in this uh, episode. Like so, apparently, right? Uh, Chase's father was like for the mm -hmm. polity, uh, and she kind of learned through time that it wasn't really with her, and she then got into the whole you know union deal, mm. uh, and you know the thing with. Uh, or being in a religion is that you follow it devoutly and she did till the whole city came crashing down yeah. i did like the fact that his mom unlike most parent figure they kind of just shoved the religion into you and in, like as growing up but she let chase fight for the polity instead of the union so i thought that was interesting she didn't really force dre into it either yeah I mean, it definitely seemed like she wanted her to go that way, but not as much as Yaz's parents. Yaz's parents were like straight up like, you are messing with our religion. We're not going to go yeah. cloud heaven if you don't do this thing. That uh, was crazy. Yeah. Crazy sad. Poor Yaz. Yeah. I, that's a good, um, what's the word? I guess you could say analogy to real life. Like I know a lot of, especially in uh, stuff like that, um, where your parents definitely want your kids to go a certain route mm. and seeing that expressed through this more radical beads is i don't know kind of wild and but the craziest thing of that was that when she turned out to be i guess against 
the whole regime. They just went anyway. But how much have you given up on your kids that you were willing to take yourself away from it when you're tr the only reason holding you back was them? Yeah. They're like, ah, never mind. It's cool. We're done with them. <laughs> I did find it interesting that Yaz, even though she's completely disregarded the union and her beliefs, her mech is still, uh, it's still a part of, she, her mech is pretty much based off of the Huma bird, I believe. Mm. And it's mm -hmm. uh, based off of a phoenix from Iranian Oh, let you bring out the facts. <laughs> I, I did my research. I no, was I really interested in the mm. mech design, and I was like, oh, that's interesting. Mm. So the fact that she has that in the little bit with Dr. Weller's calling her little bird, I thought that was really cool. Ah. So even though that they have, like, she forgot about the the union side she still clings on to that religion holding under her roots and you know yeah. paying tribute to her culture and stuff that's get it. pretty rad i didn't really yeah, notice that so you point that out yeah that's cool yeah. And it, but it makes sense it's where she's from right it's her family yeah. like although her family uh kind of did the whole planet dirty uh, yeah you still yeah you you still love them to some extent I, I do like that we kind of get an answer to that season one question which is uh I think it was like when the Sinclair uh, imposter was running around mm. and they were like, ah, it's a, it's a union member. And then she like holds up her hands and she's like, no, I used to be part of the union yeah. and all this stuff. And mm -hmm. now we know like what her association was with them. And mm -hmm. turns out she was a rebel. She started like a, a, like a rebel cell within the union, which I thought was pretty rad. Yeah. I thought, I, I thought it was like a huge rebel, but it was just like her and a couple of her homies, which was still pretty <laughs> cool, but I get it. Cause in a regime like that, how, what else could you do? Yeah. They didn't even do it. They were just planning on doing it. Mm -hmm. And they didn't get to do the main <laughs> they task. And they did her dirty, yo. Four, it was four kids. Four kids were like, yo, we're going to go against this. And then the whole leader of the regime was like, yo, those four kids, get them, kill them. Put them on a those teleprompter and everyone's like, yeah. I think that that's them running on the roof. Yeah, they're right there. <laughs> Very but sad. It, it, sh it shows how against the, how against anyone they are. Uh, how how far they are going willing to go against anyone who's willing to go against the culture yeah so it, makes it seems like the union is definitely creating like zealots like people that are so mm -hmm. for the cause they're not only willing to sacrifice their lives but like you know they can disregard their children disassociate with their children mm -hmm. uh 1984 type, yeah <laughs> type b real dystopian yeah. um yeah. another cool thing too is like you know the polity came in, they blew up that tower, which was like, you know, they thought was what was storing that flow, the, the cloud of people, the mm. collection of consciousness. Uh, and then yeah. It ended up just like being its own thing and kind of existing mm. on its own, which is scary. What are the implications yeah. of that? I wonder. I When I saw that, I was like, oh, they're done for. Yeah. Because <laughs> the, the whole, yeah, the whole bit is that they could, the, the flow itself could only exist in that building right mm -hmm. so when it gets blown up even people who didn't believe are like ah this is definitely what we should be doing now but yeah. in truth according to uh what was the name of uh the leader i believe brother or a bearded brother homie yeah brother tate yeah brother tate according to brother tate they had yeah. known it could exist without it and you just use that as propaganda to get it's the brilliant. people to just go i'm like yeah. oh that's some yeah yeah that is some good uh after you see that protecting you from 
bombs dropping on you, I I'd believe too, honestly. Uh, yeah, oh anything God, that protect you from a bomb. That yeah. like yeah. giant laser anti-aircraft thing was horrifying. Yeah. Also, I like but to imagine brother. Them. Yeah, it's, it's like it's a really religious thing. It's like oh, the the our our elders or whatever are protecting us. Um, I do like mm -hmm. Brother Tate's uh, facial hair in his evil koala. He seems very yeah. wrestler esque. Yeah, I want to call him like Brother on. Tate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He wrestles anyone who doesn't believe. <laughs> <laughs> so we saw Chase's mom kind of. She knows she was. She went with the flow. And then I guess Brother Tate was nice. the one that ultimately uh, turned on Chase. He fooled him into mm -hmm. thinking he was going to get a body, and then it turns out he, he just put him in a yeah. robot. That he was didn't want to do dirty. it, which was interesting. Yeah. Because he wasn't all for it. He he was confessing his sins right before, like, I'm sorry, I didn't want to do this, but I have to. Mm -hmm. So it, it makes it, it that the union's not the worst of the worst. Well, I mean, yeah, they're not, but damn, they could have, they like told this dude he was going to go to heaven and then made him essentially go to what is hell. Uh, being, yeah. Being mm -hmm. like, so I, I'm not that cool. <laughs> like, also, you know what I mean? Do do they do they have to make Nemesis A is such a scary name but B such a scary look? It's like you know, like they put that thing on his face and it's like he went from like a nice skinny exactly, Holon robot to like. That's exactly what I was thinking. I'm like, because it's like, oh, maybe the Union are the good guys, and then you look at him. I'm like, does that look like a good guy to you? Why would they do? That? Chase I mean, is going I mean, maybe, through an emo phase. I'm like, yeah. I mean, maybe, maybe there's a reason. Maybe, maybe, maybe Pastor Hulk Hogan was like going through a phase. Yeah, and he was like, man, I, I really like the dark, like, like, like robot vibe. Well, so that was a really dope episode. Do you guys have any uh, predictions going forward? Mm. I mean, personally, this feels like such a, a looking back kind of episode. It answers questions, so. Mm -hmm. mm. I'm just curious to see what the union's master plan is. Is it just put everybody into the flow? Like what's 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 going on with them, I wonder. Yeah. I I I I feel similar. I cuz it's hard to from here it's hard to for me to tell cuz they really put together that the union although not as malicious as the organization as we're led to believe still sucks. Mm. Right? Yeah. And so what do they want in general other than to assimilate everyone in the union? Uh, what else is going to become of it? And, and what I really want to know is what is the Genlock program going to do about it? Especially when they find out about everything. Uh, I found it so. in like, it was, it was interesting that they spoke about Genlock and the polity pretty much doing the copies, the soulless bodies, and that's mm. why they resorted to turning Chase into Nemesis. Mm. So they're pretty much just taking a step in what the polity is doing. So I think mm. they're just doing back and forth ping pong of, oh, they're doing one bad thing, therefore I could do this bad thing, so. The, the field goal is being yeah, moved yeah. Goal yeah. Goal So you don't know what post. extent of the bad thing that they're willing to do just to win. Yeah. Yeah, I mean I mean we already we already have suicide bombers on the good guy side, so I'm very curious to see how this will turn out. Yeah. You know what I mean? It seems like uh everybody's just kind of being a being a butt in the future. Yeah. No one no one's good and I think <laughs> what I I think is a our squad is going to be like, "Oh, no one's cool. Maybe we should 
fight everyone or something to that extent. I think that there's a lot of good in the team still, especially as we talked yeah. about with Cammy. that the, mm. that yeah. the good will prevail. It's just finding how they're going to do that within the organizations that they exist in. You mm -hmm. know, it's yeah, like, how, how can they break away from that? Because when the head of the ship wants to steer you towards the rocks, I mean, it doesn't mean the whole ship is bad. It means we take care of the head. Yeah. Uh, so hopefully, hopefully the team can see what what's going on and hopefully change the quality for something for the better fingers hopefully. crossed okay so now we have a special little treat we'll be interviewing a writer from the show today we have messiah singleton writer of episode two and writer's assistant for the show we have a couple of questions for you hello hello by the way hey how you doing well first question were there any hints in season one that chase's mom might have been with the union at all that's an interesting question. Um, so one, one of the things that we had to deal with in the room was that uh, it was, for the most part, a lot of us were, were new to, like it was a new room for, for a vast majority of, of us. Uh, and so one of the things we did in the first few weeks was sit down and just, uh, or the first few days, and just binge season one, take notes, uh, see what was in the text, right? Because in, in the text of the show, because it's different, um, you know, looking at the, the series Bible that we had and seeing things that might have been written about the characters in there um, compared to, you know, what's what's actually in the show. So we tried to base as much as we could of season two off of what already existed in the text of season one. Um, and one of the things that was interesting about season one is uh, Chase's dad, right? Now, who is Chase, Chase's dad besides, you know, we know he's a police officer. Um, but we don't really know many other details about him. And so that's one of the things that we ended up fleshing out in season two. Uh, and you see in the monologue uh, that his mom has as she's showing him Babylon, um, how she talks about her relationship with his father and how that played into her, you know, almost uh, suppressing her faith for a time as she tried to make that relationship work. And he was a, a polity a loyalist and she was a union loyalist um and so i would say that that's probably the element of season one where uh where where his mom's stuff comes into play is like what is that that mystery of the relationship with his dad can you tell us more about the cult of the union and the flow and how to use it we saw them using it as a soccer ball which was how at, yeah. At first, you know? um, so I'll say that uh, one thing that was interesting in the room is, uh, and I think was uh, what was good for us, was that there are some people who are, even in the room, more union loyalists and some people who are more polity. <laughs> um, I personally don't think that the union is a cult. Um, and, uh, you know, the thing that we talked about in the room with uh, with the nano is basically as it plays out in the episode as well, is that they call it the flow when it's in its benevolent form. It's bright, it's vibrant, it's like fairy-like. Um, and that's the same nano that the polity call the smoke, right? Um, and so it really comes from the, the angle of looking at how this modern religion plays out in New Babylon. And the whole thing with the kids is that like, well, if this, if this was their religion, if this was how they lived, they would introduce very, at a very young age, their children to the flow and how to manipulate it. 
Um, and, you know, they have in their belief system, the flow is their ancestors. So it's, it's a form of um, ancestor veneration, ancestor worship, right? Um, and so yeah. it's part of their community. And so at a very young age, children in the union learn how to manipulate the flow and they, they play soccer with it. They do, you know, twirly tricks and everything. Um, it's, it's just fun for them. It's not the scary monster that the polity make it out to be. I love that. I love that there's background stories within the storyline that we're getting, you know, it definitely made. Okay, I watched the episode twice, almost three times, but I didn't have enough time for the third watch. But it, there's definitely something to pick up every time you watch it. So having just that insight definitely just adds on to it. I love the way the production team has has plussed it too. Um, the the music that plays through it, it makes it like a religious experience. Um, and there's there's almost like a gospel hymn at a certain point in the episode. <laughs> it's just a lot of fun. Last question. Uh, since this episode touched up a lot on Yaz, any anything you felt you wanted to add to the character that you weren't able to or anything that we missed? I'm not sure. Uh, it's the same thing with, um, you know, like, like I said before, uh, coming in with the majority of us being um, writers who are new on Genlock. We based season two off of the text of what is in season one. Yeah. And so there's a similar, um, a similar result in season two that... What you see on screen is not everything that was written. And that's not necessarily a bad thing, right? The world is larger than you can fit into 24 minutes, eight episodes. Um, and so, you know, Yaz has more experiences than we were able to show. After she, she fell into the river, and I would consider this still canon, after she fell into the river, um, she ended up months later in a refugee camp and that's where Dr. Weller came and found her. Um, and he was looking for plastic mines for Jack. Ah, I wish um, we, we could see that. I wish. Yeah. I think, I think some of the fun though comes from like you were talking about before speculating and looking at what is in the text of the show and trying to extrapolate to, you know, what else is there that we haven't seen yet? Yeah. Well, thank you so much for the lovely interview. Definitely gave us a lot of introspective thoughts on what's been going on with the union. Anything you want to say before we end off, Masai? Uh, I will say that I'm very happy that this show is showing weekly. And you all need to come back next week and the week after that and the week after that. Because... It just keeps going. Thank you so much. For sure. Thank you for having me here. All right. That was an awesome discussion, but enough of that. Let's talk about what we got coming up next week. Din, what do we got? We got our sneak peek for the week. Yay. It rhymes.
Blaine. What? <laughs> Who is that? Who's, that Whoa. sounds familiar. Wow. Your beard. <laughs> <laughs> now it all makes sense you why I grew it you out. never told me you had a beard. <laughs> <laughs> uh, That's a sneak peek. Blaine has well, a beard. Yeah, yeah, I, that's right. So I was not expecting. Well, you know what? I was expecting it. At first, we were like, oh, we're going to say we're from the union. And then uh, actually, uh, don't mess with the polity either, which at this point seems like the best route. So I got to give you props. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm going to I'm gonna be playing it coy. I don't want to give away any spoilers, but uh, mm. I think there's some exciting things on the horizon. Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, that's been another awesome episode. Guys, thanks for, for chit-chatting. Yeah, that was a good course. time. Thanks for uh, watching. Crazy theories about people turning into mist. Yeah. Uh, my favorite topic. So we got episode three of Ginlock season two coming out very shortly. Uh, and then once that's out, then you will be right here for you to talk about our predictions, our recaps, and possibly some really fun interviews and what's coming into the future. Some sneak peeks yeah. of the weeks. Blaine's yeah, so secret beard growth formula. That's yes. <laughs> yes. It's everybody this, wants yeah. it. <laughs> it's what the war's really about.